You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Just saying, featuring conversations on love, sex, and relationships from three sassy ladies. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Just Saying. Good evening. Welcome to Just Saying. My name is Diane Valentine and I am your host tonight. It's Friday night. I'm glad you chose to spend it with us. So let me introduce you to my co-host to my left. The beautiful Miss April Daniels. Hello, everyone. Mrs. April Daniels. Yes. Please forgive me, Sean. <laughs> and uh, next to Miss April, we have in the studio with us Dario Christian. What's up, yes. everybody? Dario is the president of Black Hollywood Live. I am. I He's am. the HNIC. <laughs> I guess so. But I'm honored to be here. I'd be more excited about this show than anything else. So if I found out I was going to be a co-host, I was like, let's do this. I don't care about being a president. Yes. I want to be a co-host. Uh, thank Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sitting with us. You know, before we jump into our show, I just want to take a moment and really just acknowledge the families in South Carolina that have been completely devastated by the the senseless and heinous crime that has happened in the last few days where someone just out of pure racial hatred went into a church during a Bible study, had the nerve to sit down and sat through the Bible study and then opened fire and uh, killed nine people. So our hearts, yeah. our prayers, our yes. love goes out to that family um, and really to the family of the young man too, because I can imagine his parents must be devastated tonight. Yes. So before we jump in, we have a tradition here, Dario, where we always kind of catch up with each other. Okay. So, April, you just came back from Chicago. I did. I did. And Chicago showed me nothing but love. I'm just, you know, y'all going to make my head get real big around here. <laughs> it was awesome. It was amazing. You know, we didn't quite sell out. We had maybe about five tickets, I think, left over. But nonetheless, it was yes. an amazing time. We touched women. We united women. Okay. And now I'm preparing to go to New Jersey next month. Oh. Awesome. Yes, awesome. yes. So I'm awesome. really excited about that. What about you, uh, <sighs> extraordinaire? You know, I finished Hennessy's first gala, which yes. is Hennessy is celebrating 250 years. And so I designed and produced their first of two celebrations. So last week it was at Mount Vernon, Virginia, at the original mansion of President George Washington. Oh, wow. So it was kind of a celebration sure of the American French relationship um, that started because Lafayette and George Washington were very good friends. Um, So it was amazing. It was black tie. It was flawless. Um, I've got anything Diane Valley. I'm not surprised at all. I don't know about that. I I don't know about that. It still was like something missing though. There was something missing. Us. Right. (laughs) right. I was was, going to say where was my invite. Well, y'all need to join me in New York because New York is part two on July 7th. Okay. It'll be okay. in Hennessy's final celebration in New York at Lincoln Center. And I'm trying to just pimp it all the way out, basically. Okay. Well, we will be there. Don't we act like you don't know me when I show <laughs> right, up. Right. I'm like, Dario, who? <laughs> uh, Dario, we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Haven't seen you. Yeah. What yeah. have you been up to? Um, well, it's been crazy. Uh, we've got some great things. As you know, Maria Menounos from E is our founder for Black right. Hollywood Live and for After Buzz TV. And we've just been uh, working with her to really do some new programming that's right. coming out that we're going to be announcing soon. And uh, I actually am going to be hosting the BT Fan Experience um, for nice. the third year in a row this okay. year at the BT Awards. So check me out next week because awesome. I'll be there. So I, this week is going to be a lot of prep for that. So right. I'm we'll, excited. We'll be there. The, and yeah. I will, listen, we'll be there. I'll invite my co-host to <laughs> right. come see me perform. So you will yeah. actually interview us. I will actually interview you. Absolutely. You, won't, you won't tell us yes. to step aside. Right, right. Nicki Minaj. Right, right. <laughs> Why right. we take so Right, exactly. You come before Nicki Minaj as far as I'm concerned. All right? Yeah, thank, you. Uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Okay. And you know, our viewers know that we just kind of popped up on Black Hollywood Live, but we have to really thank you because we've been looking for a forum for us to just to get together and basically have the conversations we have every Friday night at happy hour. 
<laughs> well, it's been fun having you, and I'm glad you guys are part of our team because, listen, I, I say this to everybody, and this is the truth. I watch your show every week. So today when you told me that I could come on, I was like, yes, I get to be the male voice too? Oh, it's about to be on and popping. Y'all don't know what you're asking right now. But yeah, I lo- I'm so glad you guys are part of the, ne- the network. So We are too. We are too. excited. It's growing like crazy, and we're excited to be a part of it. Yes. Now, don't you forget us. Not at all. We're going together. <laughs> Absolutely. Going together. You know, now, our girl, Cherie, could not be with us tonight. Cherie is home. She is not feeling well. Ree, we love you. We are yes. sending you well wishes. Yes. I hope you are in bed and the air conditioning is on because it is hot as all get out in the yeah. valley. <laughs> it's like 90 degrees. But, Cherie, we didn't forget about you because it is happy hour. Yes. So, Cherie usually gives us a fabulous drink. However, tonight, we kind of have something a little different. Yes. April, what are we drinking tonight? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed the bottle and kept it pushing. I believe it's uh, a tropical Moscato or something oh, like that. I like yes. that's exotic. Yes. Yes. Sounds yes. sexy and exotic. Summertime. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Summertime Cheers. sexy and exotic. Yes. yes. <laughs> that nice little pause. Mm, that has a nice. nice little taste. Did I do good? You did good. Nice, April. That's smooth. That's nice. I feel like I should be at a beach right now. Nice. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm at a beach. <laughs> <laughs> so hot in here. So I think congratulations are in order for Lester Holt, who was now the new, uh, or I should say not the new, but the first African American news anchor yeah. in primetime television yes. for NBC. Awesome. Right? That is he like delivers. amazing. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, he's so good, but I'm just saying, this is like a proud black girl moment right yeah, now. Yeah. It's I just big. feel like we got, we all just want a black girl's rock. Yeah. Can we, I say this? I'm not only mad, not mad that he is the first black to achieve this right. um, type of stature, but also the fact that his name is Lester. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, That's a real black name. Right, you can't right, deny, you listen, can't. you can't deny you're black when your name is Lester. Let's be honest. Like, you know, in case you, you can't, was thinking not, right. don't even. You yeah. can change it to less. Lest, <laughs> but you can Lester, and he kept it Lester. I ain't mad at you. He did. He did. I love that. Yeah, he did. That's, that's pretty. You amazing. know, speaking of NBC, tonight's episode <laughs> is called Black Lash. So we want to explore all of the crazy things that are happening in the world around race, from Rachel Dolezal to Iggy Azalea to why all of a sudden is black so popular? We always been popular. We, we always been popular. However, <laughs> however, there are some instances when you wonder why would somebody want to be black? Like for example, okay, so Rachel Dolezal, right? Yeah. Uh, Terry McMillan tweeted something this week that was I thought very appropriate, and she said. If Rachel Dolezal had been stopped by the police, which race would she say she is then? That's a very good question. So you want to be black until? Until. Until. Until we say black lives matter. Right. Now you're quiet. (laughs) But let's get into our show. So I say we start off with Rachel Dolezal. Now everyone has to know, especially if you're watching us, that means you real black. Like we black. (laughs) So we know you know who she is. So. She recently stepped down as the president of the Spokane chapter of the NAACP after it was discovered that she has been posing, counterfeiting, calling herself African-American when, in fact, she doesn't have an ounce of melanin in her blood. So, tell me, y'all. Tell me, April, what do you think of Rachel? I think she's amazing. Okay. Yes, I said it. That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> and let me tell you why I think she's amazing. Lord. Listen, I'm not here to evaluate anybody's uh, mental capacity, but I don't know any Caucasian person that posed to be black. God bless her because we all know the struggles. So for a white woman to pose as she's black uh-huh. and make some great changes, she did a lot while she was there at Spokane. A lot of people spoke highly of her. Don't look like that. Let me quote you some quotes, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Okay. Well, according to Katara McClure, who was the NAACP member, she right. said, we were all dumbfounded and confused and moved way too fast coming to a decision or a conclusion. According to the Spokane chapter, Spokane chapter who uh, made a statement, they mm-hmm. said, we praised Dolezal, saying she demonstrated courageous, empowering leadership and her racial and ethnic background did not affect her qualification to serve the organization. Let me give you one more. <laughs> 
Former basketball player Kareem uh-huh. Abdul-Jabbar, uh-huh. he wrote an article for Time Magazine saying, you can't deny Dolezal has proven herself fierce and unrelenting champion for African-Americans politically uh-huh. and culturally. Uh-huh. He said he also thinks that the black community is better off because of her efforts. Now, we all got a little crazy in us. Okay. We all have lied about something. Okay. Yes. True. Yes. True. Just because she got caught in her lie uh-huh. does not make her not qualified or a bad individual. And I don't think anybody is saying that. There's a few people saying that. I don't think, because I do, I do think that she has done a lot of good, but couldn't she have done just as much good if she was just a white woman? But maybe she felt like she couldn't. Yes, she was deceitful. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't that she was running around constantly saying, I'm black. It was an opportunity that presented herself and she ran with it. Uh-huh. Yes, she confirmed in certain things about, I think it was the African. Uh, <laughs> shut up. I'm trying to go with you on this. Yeah, like... She was saying, you know, something about her past and Africa and this and that. Listen, I don't know enough about that part of the story, but what I'm focusing on yes. is her efforts what she has done is unfortunate she lied and felt mm-hmm. she needed to to get the job done. Right. But what if this is just a woman who totally identifies with the black race? And she yeah. feels she the most can. comfortable Here, here's the thing. in can the black race. Can we just hear a second yeah. Uh, yeah. perspective? I rock out with Rachel. I, I, I hear your point. Me, I, 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 rock out I, I hear your point. <laughs> Uh, I, where I can agree with you is the fact that my issue with her is not about her doing the job. She did a great job, apparently. I agree. My issue is that when you start to lie and identify as something else that you're completely not, to me, that is a little bit strange and crazy, personally. Because here's the thing. It's it's one thing if someone had just assumed that she was black because of the way she looked. Right. But when people start asking you and you're saying you're black, first of all, and you're going as far as to have a friend pose as your dad who is African-American. Right. How can you? Now, is this the man that she said was because she considered her dad? Yes. And that everybody can be a, a, can ha- be a father, but everybody can't be a dad. Yes. Okay. I, f- I forget his name. Wilkerson. Albert, 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 Albert Wilkerson. Wilkerson. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I, so I my, can... my where I'm going with it is that <laughs> where are you going I, with the it? job is not the issue. The line is the yes, issue because that is the issue. And, and you know she's compared herself to other things like you know I hear the the Bruce Jenner thing. Bruce Jenner is not posing as a a woman. He is now a become becoming a woman, but he did not go out and tell people that he was a woman right. ever. So, but I, he kind of kept it to himself for several years that he wanted to be. She didn't keep to herself woman. that she was black. But there that, was a lie involved. Black. There was a lie involved. Different type of lie, but it was a lie involved. You lived a lie for so many years. In fact, you married people, you had children, only to 60 some odd years later come out and say, I always, always wanted to be a woman. But why is that lie easier for America to digest because, than the lie of but, this woman no, 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 who but, didn't do harm? She didn't do harm. Well, Who did she hurt? Well, according to the uh, Spokane Commission that mm-hmm. she got let go from, she did do harm. She was mistreating employees with the three other commissioners. Mm-hmm. So she at? has been doing at, other things. We're not going to talk about them tonight. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be quiet, Gary. I'm, I'm bringing in the facts now. You want to challenge me? I'm going right, to bring in my facts. Right, right. I'm just I didn't saying. hear anything about that. So <laughs> unless you have uh, some accurate information, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like we we hear everybody really ridiculing this woman. And I just no, but see, this is how I feel. The big difference between Rachel and uh, Caitlyn Jenner, right? Okay. Caitlyn came out and said, yes. "Hey, this Absolutely. is who I am. I've been dealing with this issue my whole life. Right. I've been lying to everybody. I've been tormented by it, mm-hmm. and I'm coming clean. This is who I really am, and this is this is who I'm supposed to be." Right. Rachel has constantly deceived people, lied to people, and created this false you know, this false life that didn't exist. Yes. And, 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 but the fact that she lied, it, it makes me question every ounce of integrity that she has. Okay. But let me ask you this in her lying. How do we know she wasn't going to come clean? She was pretty much put on the spot. Yeah. Her parents. It's, no, listen, cause Bruce had 60 some odd years to decide he wanted to tell his story. Then nobody beat him to the punch. 
But, so here it is. You have Rachel. But that's not true because she stories, was robbed of no, her because stories, being able to tell stories, stories have come out about Bruce Jenner, and it, and he and he admitted that back when they came out in the eighties and in the early nineties, because people like found his suitcase, he was on a plane and yeah. found clothes, and so he hired a publicist to do damage control. Damage right? control, of course, because, which is lying. No, no, let's see. <laughs> listen, I'm going to have to defend you as well because. This is this is also a fact. Bruce Jenner said even on the was it Diane Sawyer that interviewed him yep. on that special. He tried to tell Chris Jenner when they were before they got yep. married he, that he wanted to become he was having woman. these feelings. Exactly. So he was being honest. Yeah. How do we and know they, that's and, the truth? And they say that she was How the one. How do we know who, that's the truth? All of his wives have said it though. April. Yeah. No, all of his wives oh, came no. out and said they knew right, he struggled with yeah. identity issues. Okay. I'm not questioning whether he struggled with them. I'm talking about his ability to come clean. It was not until how many years later? I, but see, I still say he has been slowly coming clean. It's just he hasn't publicly well, come, come I clean. Find it, I personally I find he, it insulting to the transgender community that that, that those two can be compared. Yeah, I really do. This isn't really I really about do. That. I just it's think it's that. not about that. I think no. Rachel has lied, and unfortunately, her, it's not just the lies, the lies, and the deception right. that she's created that has tarnished. All of the good deeds that she's done, and that's nobody's fault but her own. Yeah. I don't believe it tarnished it. Oh, and, and, it and has. I, mean, I will agree that I don't think we should be sitting here comparing the two. But I'm just saying that you see how social media has taken a, a sure. position of complaint. Well, I see how Black it. Twitter has gotten with her <laughs> ass. They have. Absolutely, <laughs> they that's have. What I but you know, yes. I just feel like a very private thing has been dealt with very publicly, and I feel like there's some. Uh, anger with okay. the parents. I feel like it's almost like they're trying to assassinate her, if you will. Really? I do. You think her parents are trying to assassinate her? Listen, let's let me say- just say this. My yes. mama? Yes. I don't care who asked her if I was black, white, Puerto Rican, or Chinese. She gonna say no comment. Okay, but let's just Why take- are we going back and forth with their public... Let's- and she does an interview. Wait, let me just make this okay. point. She does an interview. Two hours later, they back on the... Uh, today or whatever they're putting their information through battling that going back and forth we don't need to keep hearing each side of the story you've made it clear to America that your daughter is posing as a black woman Mm -hmm. why don't y'all deal with y'all issues privately it's not for the world I mean she says I used to identify with black people and drew a picture of my face and the brown crayon and not the peach then here's this statement on the news she did not draw it in a a black crayon she's always used the peach like I just feel like it's ridiculous but but what you don't know because I I feel like it's not fair to attack the parents because you don't know what that home life situation was about I'm not attacking them I'm just saying it's, it's protocol then I feel like they're using a very public spectrum but, for private matter. Okay, but keep in mind that the parents are now in a position, by the way, this is Mr. and Mrs. Dolezal. Yeah, they cool. are very white. Very white. <laughs> and he looked like he got a spray tan. And he still yeah, looked very he still, white. He looked real red. He looked He's real been red. going real to red. the tanning salon with her and now he's yeah, going to put it on black. He looked like it. But he also <laughs> looked like a very white tanned man. Very yeah. white tanned man. Right? There's no yeah. deception on what he is. No. <laughs> he don't have no melanin in no. his system. No. None. And, and another Mama point is that, well, I think that with her, she's a little crazy. Is the fact that now she's battling with Who her parents crazy? about Rachel? Rachel's crazy. Y'all this is why Rachel little cray. Me. If you look in the twinkle in the eye too, yeah. if you look her in the eye, I'm bad telling you, it's a little crazy. some bad shit crazy. But there's she's battling her parents right now about um, a a taking a, a drug or not a drug test but a uh, blood birth, test yeah, um, because DNA. Um, a DNA test yeah. because of the fact that she's saying that she's questioning if those are her biological parents. Now you question if those are your biological parents. I mean, come on, there, every day is something new with her. Yes, it is. It's, it's something new with it's them. Something new. They have not been as vocal as of late. I feel like every day yeah. she is coming out with something new. There's something going on, and there's mm-hmm. more that we're being that's being revealed about her in layers. That I think we're gonna find out that she batshit. That's what I'm saying. I batshit do too. Crazy. I think that crazy I think that Rachel is very well spoken. Yes, it's obvious that she is an intelligent woman, right? But the more that she talks, the more that she should be quiet. Yes, yeah. I agree. That's that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Now, women speaking, united. All right. <laughs> <laughs> raising as you know I have a young my daughter's 25 now 26 25 you tell us okay she's 25 now so my daughter's 25 and we have challenges 
You know, we right. still have challenges of the battle between who she is and who she's becoming as a woman and me of just who the, the, the child that I raised. And some days the things that we battle about, I question like, are you even my kid? Right. So I can see how a parent can be in a situation and just be like, is this even my kid? So they have an estranged, they have a estranged relationship. Right. They haven't spoken in years. Mm-hmm. You don't know why. And you know, she, Rachel has told the parents, I can't be around you guys right. because you're going to blow my cover. And they said they could have come out years ago. Who said this? But, but Rachel, the point is the parents could have come out years ago yeah. and said something. So why would they wait? Why would they wait? I can't answer that, Are but they, I believe hurt people hurt people. Huh? Hurt people hurt people. Oh, hurt people. Hurt, hurt people. people hurt people. I believe there's some I hurt. Agree. I yeah. believe it's some anger. There's and definitely I just some deep like, issues in that household. But see, I think that the media be, came to her parents no different than the media no com- came to Rachel. No comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of families, speaking of families, I think that we all have, you know, race issues, race identity issues sometimes in our own families. So here's a picture of me and my mom. I want you guys to take a look at. So the top picture is my mom and I when I was look a little at girl. Look hair. Wow. Now, in my opinion, I never looked like my mother. Like, I've always looked like my father. But as you can see in the picture at the bottom, yes. this is on the set of I Do Over. Okay. And my, my mom came at night and I think we look just alike. Right? Yeah, I think we have yeah. the same eyes. Absolutely. We have the same smile, the high cheekbones, mm-hmm. small forehead, you know, all of that. So, but growing up, my mom and her sisters don't look black at all. Yeah. They don't. They're all very fair skinned. My mother's hair is down to her waist. Wow. Like, she doesn't look like anything. Because I always ask her and my aunts, like, what did people think y'all were? Because y'all look like mutts. Like, you <laughs> know I thought what your mean? mom was Asian, even from, like, Filipino from looking at this picture. See? I, that's what I thought. They look, they look different, you know. But yeah. my, my, my grandmother was white and Cherokee Indian. Okay. And my grandfather is from Spain. So he's a Spaniard. Uh, so hmm. technically, my mother isn't African American. Okay. But, you know, that's the beauty, I think, of people of color is that we come in all shapes, sizes, all different sorts of shades of brown, if you will. And my mother has always identified as a black woman. And so has my grandmother. So has my grandfather. We just come from a black family, just what yeah, it is. I mean, my, my so girlfriend is biracial. Her her. Mother is Scandinavian and her father is black. He's a little bit darker than me and her mother is blonde with blue eyes. My girlfriend wow. looks exactly like her mother with a tan. When my girlfriend right. goes out with her father, they actually think that that's his girlfriend. Like that, like right. a younger girl or something. Mm-hmm. So, but she's always identified as black. Uh-huh. She, I mean, if you look at her, you, everyone always knows that she's biracial, but she identifies as black. She's like, I'm a black woman. So. Right. Interesting. Now, April, I want to take a, pit, a look at a picture of you and your mother as well. Oh, Lord. Where is she? <laughs> wow. That's my mommy. Look at the baby. My head was so big. <laughs> oh, thank now, you. April, your mom doesn't look black at all. I've known your mother a long time. Yes. And she still don't look black. Uh, no, she doesn't. Um, but, you know, her uh, mother was African-American. Her father was um, French, mm-hmm. um, Cherokee Indian, and um, I believe... It was another uh, Greek. He had some Greek in him. So, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird combination. But like your mother, she's Mm -hmm. always identified as being an African-American woman. I know when I was younger in school, oh, my goodness, my mother would come and pick me up. Uh Who's the white lady? I was like, (laughs) that is my mother. No, it's not. I'm like, that is my mother. I swear that burned me up inside because Uh I'm like, you know, we have beautiful women. Like, why does everyone who's light? in complexion or great hair down to their butt have to be not African-American, you know? So that was a little frustrating as a kid because, I mean, no one believed. The teacher, no one. They would be like, what? Like, that doesn't make sense. But the older I get, the more we start to resemble. It's crazy because when I was a baby, I looked dead on my father. Mm -hmm. But, um... The older I get, my uh, my body's catching right. up with my head, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking more like my mom. <laughs> so, how did your mom deal with the fact that people would say that to you? Um, 
you know, I don't in, my, in our home. I don't really recall it being like a big issue. Okay. You know, I think I probably was more upset, and she would try to downplay it. Like, right. don't even. But you know, I was always, you know, firecracker. Yeah, <laughs> pow pow. <laughs> so you know, she was always comforting in right. that, and would be like, you know, it's not that serious, right? So. And you said your mama, your mama is identified as black. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Dario, you look real black. I'm real black. I got your hair is black. They, they, they black. They southern, Haitian. We got a lot going on. Oh, yeah. okay. So you know, okay, I, I'm, okay. yeah, I got the whole chocolate thing. But then I have you know cousins who look like they could be right. other races too. Right. You know, it's a big melting pot. But yeah, uh, but yeah, my parents are black. We black. <laughs> Power to the people. Power to the people. Power to the people. <laughs> so let's talk a little about bit about what happens when black becomes the new white. Because blackness has just become so popular. Now, I get why black has become popular today. Because if you think about the African-American community, we are trendsetters when it comes to fashion, when it comes to hair, um, when it comes to music, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to beauty, when it comes to uh, big booties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why are you pointing at me? <laughs> she did specifically you point at you. Yeah. Of, you, you got all <laughs> that back you there. I looked at the picture. I was waiting for your picture to pop up. I wish that was my picture. <laughs> um, you know, sports. Yeah. I mean, African Americans have truly, and I think it's not just a cultural thing, but I think when we come from a people that have been oppressed for so many mm-hmm. years, and so we are naturally forced to just be better, yeah. to just work hard, to be better, to excel at everything we do, but... A lot of people kind of, I feel, in my opinion, that they just kind of exploit the culture. Yes, a lot definitely. like uh, Iggy Azalea. I want to know what you guys think. Well, this is the problem that I have. You know, I just don't know what's wrong with just... Because I bet her booty didn't look like that. Well, there's been a lot born. of pictures mm-hmm. beforehand, Before, and yeah. it was much smaller. I mean, I think she looks great here. But I don't understand why it has to be a situation where you create this persona that this is you and it's not. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Why can't you just huh, come Rachel. on the scene? Yeah, I was gonna say this. Wait, you're the, you're, you feel that way about this, but you didn't feel that way about Rachel. That's no. why I was like, really? Power to the people. All right. <laughs> April Y'all, is crazy. Ain't gonna change my mind about I was like, her. wait a minute now. <laughs> not, no, I'm just saying. Listen. I can't be mad at Rachel because what I'm the part I'm talking about is the appearance. Right. She went to the tanning salon. Caucasian people do that all the time. Yeah. So did she do something that was really that far left? No, I'm talking about in the appearance. That's our producer talking. (laughs) Here we see the hiney inflating, deflating, inflating, deflating. You know, uh, they've even questioned her lips. I think she's a beautiful girl with or without. I would be curious to see exactly what she looked like before she started doing this yeah. because if you're talented and she's talented, she's won, yeah, you know, she's different she's awards. Yes. She, she, can flow. she can flow. She could have came out here and been who she was and still have that talent. I don't understand why it's, it, it doesn't go unless you create this persona that, you know, my hiney is really, my hips is a 42, but they're really a 25. Right. You know or, what, but I can't blame um, her for this because we just have created that in the society now. I mean, the Kardashians, big booties, you know, mm-hmm. J-Lo. I mean, listen, we as African-American people have known that we had big booties in our family for a very long time. Right. But right. Then t- until Cosmopolitan put it on the cover of their magazine that big booties were in or right. whatever the fashion magazine that was at the, the, recently, you, no one pay, it was always too big. And then J-Lo kind of changed the situation a little bit as well. Iggy, I don't blame because mm-hmm. to me, Iggy is just, is he... Was it Izzy, Iggy? Iggy. Iggy, Iggy, yeah. Iggy, she, um, to me, is just a, a manufacturer of pop culture. You know, she okay. is just, she, to me, she she's not, she's just, cre- she's manufactured because yeah, she's she not, is. she's not, she doesn't even, they were talking about her rapping. That's why she gets so much slack because she doesn't talk like that. She doesn't, right. she's not rapping. She's That's not where she comes from. I you know. know. So it's not authentic, you yeah. know. So that part. I think she's a manufactured person, so it, I can't even count her in the same situation. Oh, that's interesting because, you know, T.I. discovered her. Right. So he found her and, you know, he writes all of her lyrics. Yep. And I think it's a real skill to be able to flow. 
People think you can rap. People think it's really easy to rap. I don't think it is. No. So no. I think she has a real talent because it's, it's not Absolutely. easy to flow. But the fact that, as you say, when she gets off stage, her whole persona changes. Yeah. is like crazy to me. Yeah. You know, and I can see why uh, rapper Azalea Banks is yeah. like all over her. You know, she recently Yay. released a song called an acronym. It's drugs. And there's a line in there about her being a runaway slave master. So, do you think people feel like they can adopt our culture, and should they get a pass when they do, Dario? Um, I mean, here's once again, you know, we, our culture, we have taken over pop culture. So, if there's an opportunity to make money, Ti producing her, I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Um, with your question, do they get a pass? Is that yeah. really the question? Um, you know, do they get a pass? That, I think if there's a thing when it starts to be financial, yeah, I guess they do get a pass. Come on you know? through, I mean, baby. You know, I'm just, on that sense, I guess so. Um, it's, ah, that's a tough one because I want it to be authentic for them too, you know? So that's, it's like a hard mm-hmm. in between with me with that, mm. you know? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I, I don't, I don't want to give them the pass. I really don't, but I, you know, sometimes I feel mm-hmm. like on that, on that caliber, you have to. All right. April, what but do you, you think? you won't give Rachel a pass. Ain't Rachel's that about lying, a though. <laughs> She's lying. You know, I totally understand, you know, the person who lives it, breathes it, uh, was born into it, you right. know, that relates to it because that is their culture. Um, I understand the frustration of when you see someone like Iggy and you're like, what? I'm yes. over here. Like, this is my life every day, all day. And you just pop up on the scene and yeah. breeze on by and swoop up the awards and keep it pushing. So, you know, when you see that, I, I can identify. I understand right. what that is. But, you know, it's almost like you, you can't, you can't hate the player. You know what I mean? Like, hate the game because it's like we live in a time where it's so easy for anybody. Look at, well, what was his name who won all those Grammys? A uh, Macklemore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Macklemore, yeah. Come yeah. on. Like, you know, all of rap yeah. America was like, what? Are you yeah. freaking kidding me? Up yeah. against Drake? Up against, yeah. like, how? Yeah. And and I, I can't understand it. Right. I'm not to say he's not talented, but it's almost like you sit back and you watch what should be one of ours mm-hmm. get stripped from us right. and given to someone else. Yeah. And so... It's like I, I can't personally be mad at that individual right. because they just came and did something and did something better and, and won, you right. know, made yeah. a best man win. So I don't take it personal like that, but I just don't understand why it's like all this gimmick and all of this props and different but, things well, to create what, the illusion of who they are. This you is know? what bothers me about it is I feel like it is blatant disrespect for black women. I feel like it's disrespectful for just the natural plight and struggle of black women because, you know, black women have, as we said, we've had big booties forever. We've had small waists forever. We've had hips. We have all had all the things that made us who we are. And, you know, post-civil rights movement, there was a time when black women just weren't Oh yeah, popular. Right. Like we weren't, right. we weren't considered attractive. Right. Black men stopped dating black women. Right. They started marrying lots of white women, and so we were just kind of like thrown by the wayside. And now all of a sudden, because white women are showing up and adopting what I feel is what God gave us, now suddenly it's like so cool. Right. right. And I just think, I just think we have enough to struggle with as a people and people of color. And I hate when I see it. But who makes it cool? We do. I don't feel like we do. Oh, I feel like we do. You feel like we? Oh, yeah. I feel like we really? do. Really? Yeah. I feel like other people do, but I don't feel like it's our race that makes it okay. Yeah, I don't think it's our I, I, don't I think, think, it's our think race. that other people adopt it. But it, like, to me, the coolness doesn't originate because Iggy did it, right? Or because somebody went out, you know, the Kardashians got big booties, right? right. It's their popularity. Right. That's it. Right. It's just their popularity right. because you put, you know, you put Kim next to Beyonce. I'm sorry. Homegrown. Have you seen Tina Knows on the cover of Ebony? Hello, that's how they grow down there. You put Tina next to Kim. Tina said, Chris ain't on Monday. I was like, well, that's Like, Daddy, yeah. Why I don't look like that? that <laughs> I was like, funny. I need another Pilates class. 
<laughs> and that's a 61 right there. Exactly. That's 61. I'm like, right. oh, that's 61. No. So what I'm saying is I think it's a popularity thing, right? Like, t- like Iggy is very popular because she's a music artist. Right. And she's very good at it. But her popularity is what brought attention to it. But the blackness is something that somebody told her, you need this if you think you're going to make it. You need some of this blackness. You need a big ass so people can look at you and be attracted to you know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody well, like you said, somebody created her. Well right. here's the thing though, we we know that we influence the pop culture, it's just we don't get the credit for it. I mean look right, at right. All, everybody, look at Justin Timberlake, you could look at yep. you know, so many people that we've Justin embraced Bieber. in our culture. Justin Bieber. Yeah. You know, we've embraced a lot of people, but then but then if you look at certain people like look at a Tina Marie. Tina Marie, I grew up where my parents were taking me to Tina Marie shows and I look at her like she was to me. I thought she. I mean, she might as well have been a black woman. Yeah, you know, right. my family em- embraced her as a black woman. Black people embraced her as a black woman, and yeah. that was authentic. Yeah. You know, um, so now I feel like a, like the, the Iggy is is that's not a thing. It's it's about making the money. It's about you yeah. know producing the track, getting the quick hits. But we have always influenced yeah. the pop culture era. It's just. We still, I still don't feel like we got the credit. Like you said, big booties are in, but they're really giving it to J Lo and Kim Kardashian right, right, right. as starting this big booty movement. Right. I mean, I'm like, because. let me pull up some old pictures of my aunts and grandmas. Right. That's a big booty. You right. know what I mean? Like right. that was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So because the reality of it is, our girls with the organic big booties can't get <laughs> right. past triple. What is it? King magazine triple. Why right. we can't be right. on Cosmopolitan, right. Right. Uh, exactly. Vogue, or any of the other magazines that we see all of these other right. uh, races with big. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, mean, it's you know. starting to slowly change. I mean, we had like Takara on America's Next Top Model, and she right. was a plus size model. But even then, I, I talked to Takara about it. She's had to lose weight, you know, yeah. b- because of what the quote unquote more Caucasian pop culture era right. has right. perceives as beauty, right. you know? So. Damn well, it. I'm as black as I'm going to be till the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about crazy. Mm. Call me crazy, but. So back to your girlfriend, my girl uh, Rachel. Rachel. Yo, yo, Call yo, me. We yo, go ahead, lunch. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. Please don't invite me to that lunch. <laughs> back to crazy ass April oh, and her friend Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she just need a hug. Y'all gonna leave her alone? Whatever. <laughs> so I, I do want to go back and I do want to talk a little bit about Caitlyn uh, Jenner okay. and the transgender issue because you know, do we want to? Do we want people say they're the same? Some people say they're different. Some people say they're just the same. I've seen both. I've seen both arguments. And I just want to share a a position that John Hopkins Hospital took. So Mm -hmm. John Hopkins Hospital was the first hospital to ever do sex uh, sex change or sex reassignment surgery. Mm -hmm. And they were, you know, the the, the godfathers, if you will, of the surgery. And in the 1970s, they did a study and they decided not to do them anymore. They said they they weren't going to perform them anymore because what they found is that people had people that are transgender have really psychological problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's kind of what it stems from. You right. see yourself as a, a man or a woman, but really your mind tells you you're something else. And so they found that they were doing the study of people that had this sex reassignment surgery and those that had not, and they found absolutely no difference hmm. in terms of their mental state. And they were like, some people were happier after getting the surgery, but just as many people were still unhappy even after getting the surgery. And so they really took a stance and said that at the heart of the problem is confusion over the nature of transgendered. Sex change is biologically impossible. People who undergo sex reassignment surgery do not change from men to women or vice versa. Rather, they become feminized men or masculinized women. Claiming that this is so is a civil rights matter and encouraging surgical intervention is in reality to collaborate with and promote a mental disorder. Mm. That is their perspective. So, wow. what do you all think about batshit crazy, Rachel? Is she transracial now? Well, now they've created that new word. Exactly, <laughs> right? Got another word now? She's just suntanned. That's all. <laughs> She's just very suntanned. Okay. So, D- uh, Dolezal and Jenner both have said they identified, Rachel said, I identify as black. Mm-hmm. You know, Caitlin says, I identify as a woman. Right. So, is there really such a thing as this? 
I don't know. I can't. I, you know, yeah, you, can you just be transracial? You just wake up, Mama. Today, I'm gonna be Puerto Rican. I am, I am Puerto Rican, <laughs> and I'm gonna be Puerto Rican. And Evan Lozada is my sister. But they're two very different extremes. Yeah, that's what. Like, I, that's, it's hard to put those yeah, two together. Yeah, you can't. I thought we weren't comparing that. But anymore. people are saying that there. A lot of people in defense of Rachel are saying that if Bruce can be a woman, then Rachel can be black. It's I mean, just not the same thing to me. I just, I, it, it just, it just isn't to me because I still go back to the part of it being deceptive, and Rachel is deceptive to me. Where Bruce Jenner is not. He just, to me, Bruce Jenner has, he's, he has not gone in the past and said that he was a woman, and 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 Rachel has gone through all these different form formats to try and prove something that she is not and has been right. living like this for a while. So I, it's just... It's only been a few months. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you and Rachel are going to be best BFF. Now, we ain't going to be that. They ain't going to be running after me and her right. at the same time. I just no. don't think you can compare the two. I don't yeah, think you I don't can think either. you can. Uh, you definitely I don't think can. you can either. But, but let's just talk uh, just another little fact since I let you spew all your facts. Oh, I got more. I know you do. So just relax. I got more sugar food. Just relax. So as we all know, April went, I mean April. I'm sorry. So Rachel went to Howard University. Yes. Right? And she ended up, you know, she went on a scholarship that was taken from her and she went back and tried to sue Howard University she was yes. because she, she said, they discriminate against her because she was, she was white. white. Right. right. Now, what happened to the little girl who was drawn with a brown crayon? Well, listen, she I wasn't think brown she still on that because she went to Howard. Now, listen, listen. What the 92 hell? 92.7% of the population of the students is African American. And? She had a desire to be in that atmosphere. Clearly. Right. right. So she still, I did, my point I'm trying to make is that it was something still in her that wanted to surround herself around that type. Why are y'all? That's fine, that but I'm crazy? saying, what, is, what does that have to do with being just, like discriminated right. against? Though I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you just gonna talk you about just what want, you, you just want to pull about. out your bullet point facts about Rachel to try and convince and I'm us? So bad because I left my original at home. I was coming for y'all. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. How do we get the discrimination? I, I was waiting for like the ninety-two percent of like discrimination happens at no, Howard. Listen, listen. She went there as a white girl, right? Let's just let's just play devil's advocate. Okay. Okay. She went there as a white girl, okay. right? I'm rolling okay. with you. Rolling. She's there. She's probably like, I'm going to embrace this black culture. Yes. I'm surrounded by it. This sure. is going to be a great opportunity. Yeah. She wasn't at that point ready to be like, I'm black, or right. you know, do what she's done now. Right. But she's there. And then you finally get there, and then you find out be, they're taking your um, scholarship away right. from you. I'm sure a lot of that was emotional, you know, like you're stripping me from something right. that. But I think in her feelings, that is what allowed her. <laughs> Why are y'all looking at me crazy? Y'all April, not gonna make me out I, to be crazy. Now. April, I'm trying to question your rationale. Listen, yeah, I, you know it's teams. Sean, call up on the hotline. I need you, baby. I was team April till you started saying. No, but listen, they took it away from her. Okay, okay maybe suing them was really far fetched. Okay. I'm not agreeing with. Okay, the, now you sound like Rachel. No, no, no. Now, now you back. She didn't no. even have to mark on her application for Howard that she wasn't African American. They were like this. Like it was. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. My angle is this. They took it from her. She was hurt. Now she wants to sue because she feels like rightfully she shouldn't have lost it and she should have kept it. Right. I'm not trying to go I, I can't speak on that because I don't know all the facts of that but what I'm speaking on is the fact that she was there she had this scholarship now it's taken right now she may feel like okay my race played a part in this because it is predominantly black that now I'm being stripped from this and so she's playing the white card but really, even though but remember you're not white Rachel right but you got there should be no card you transracial right? no you've been at black that point she was she five. at that point no she said she identified <laughs> with being black stop it <laughs> I'm just quoting what your girlfriend said and listen she is not my girlfriend <laughs> we just women united <laughs> if I can support some of the other crazy people I know surely I can support Rachel <laughs> alright Dario you, you come on she's a hot is there anything any sense to be made about the fact yeah, that, that she sued Howard because she said they discriminated against me because I was white 
She was white at that time at a predominantly black school. Well, she still is. But she is. was there. <laughs> she, she, she was there, though. She got into the university. I'm take a sip of my drink. <laughs> you need to. Because you ain't making good sense right now. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying Listen, to get your points she's, together. Yes, man in the booth. We have a question. Thank the Lord. Somebody <laughs> save April. I, Thank your income for y'all. Who's I don't know if this is going to save April at all. I think this is going to probably set it off. So... She's suing Brown for that. I mean, uh, Howard for that. Yes. My question is, shouldn't be she be suing the NAACP for firing her because of a race issue? She resigned. She, she resigned. resigned. She didn't get fired. She resigned. Okay, so she was just forced to resign, though. Yeah. No, she, no, no, she, she resigned on her own. Willingly. She resigned yeah. on her own. The NAACP was just kind of they doing an investigation. Yeah. But she, she willingly. Yeah. trying to be black. What did we just say? We just said. I'm just saying. I'm talking about the media. Me. Uh, I was like, wait, now you on our side? Right. Now you back. Well, this Friday we stand. <laughs> but, but Dario, do, do you, can you find any rationale in the yes, fact that she tried she to sue? No, oh, no. I, I, I don't find no rationale. I, I can't find rationale on that because she went to the university. The facts that they say uh, is that she was, uh, you know, in, no one really knew what race she was. She had all this African art in her dorm room and <laughs> all this kind of stuff. So she, she, that's what I'm saying. She's crazy. She's that crazy. She's crazy. crazy. And, and, you know, coming up with all this stuff. And, and just she's yeah, she crazy. just she is. She need a hug. She needs more than a hug. She needs some therapy. And I just don't understand. Yeah. And, and then to go back to Howard and to try and sue them, it, it's it's crazy to me. It's absolutely insane. So let me just give you the two top reasons. Rachel Dolezal is crazy as don't shit. Don't you do it. Two top reasons. First one. So she recently did a multi-part interview on the Today Show. I wish she'd just be quiet. I saw both of them. So when she interviewed with Samantha Guthrie, Savannah Guthrie. Okay, so she revealed in that interview that she sometimes uses creative nonfiction. Yes, I saw that. To describe things that happened in her life. She's yeah. a poet. What the hell is that? Right, it's called lies and I'm crazy. That's what, it's, that's listen, what that listen. is. See, she didn't get enough listen. weapons for lying right. as a kid. Right. That's what that's about. Right. Black people know about lying. We yeah, don't do yeah. it. You eat a bar of soap, get a bottle of hot sauce, you cool on lying. <laughs> yeah. Now, second reason oh, why gosh. Rachel too- Dolezal is batshit crazy, America. <laughs> so, according to Rachel, while living in South Africa, her parents would punish her <laughs> and her siblings using a baboon whip. <laughs> <laughs> And she conveniently admitted to Savannah <laughs> that she had never lived in South Africa. I'm Rachel, I was trying to save you. Rachel just makes up stories. I need you to be quiet if you want me to be able to speak on I your behalf. I feel like we're the fools. We're the joke in her right. world. We're the no, joke. No, y'all, because it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's playing us. She's yeah. playing the world. I feel like we're all accomplices yes, in her, we in her foolery. We're, 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 yes, the, yes, the foolery is real with her because we keep talking about it. She keeps adding stuff. There's a porn tape that's out too with her and her ex-husband right. and allegedly what? like he forced her to do all these right. sexual things. Right. And, I mean, it's just adding on and now on and on. Now she's bisexual. Now she's bisexual. She then adopted a brother. She adopted a brother. Okay, okay. Talking about goes her, to my other point. Her, her, her other brothers okay, molesting black so children. Okay, she's so crazy. What judge awarded her custody of her brother? She's very well spoken. She has lied to the whole world for a long time. Here's the thing. Some of the most craziest serial killers are the most intelligent people. You know True. what I mean? Yeah. So she, I'm not taking killer. away from her smart right. juice. Yeah. But she's crazy. Now, oh, I know I said two. We don't want to hear your third. It's one more good I one. I kind of want to hear One more hear good reason why Rachel Dolezal what is crazy is as shit. So Rachel's story... <laughs> became suspicious to local media when she claimed she was receiving hate mail. Yes. So according to the post office and the police, there was no evidence that supported her claims of a hate crime and none of the letters had postage stamps on them. So they and put them in her mailbox. These alleged hate letters were placed in her P.O. box. Which required a key for entry. It was the mail lady. I rest my key. I dropped the mic, y'all. Drop the mic. It was the mail lady the in the study with the candlestick. <laughs> now, you know. I tried. Look, her ass is crazy as shit. So, let's talk about when a little white lie that turned black. Okay. <laughs> so, what does it mean to be black to you, Daryl? Uh, what does it mean to me to be black? Um, yeah. It means to be 
wow, that's a great question. What does it mean to me to be black? Mm-hmm. Um, I, pride, uh, being proud, being uh, a cultural influence, um, being a um, influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Wow, there's so many things when it comes to mind with being African American, <laughs> being um, a, a lot of racism with, with by the police. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like it's yeah, great, it, it's, but then there's also not so great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the list could go on and on for me, but I mean, there there's so many things that kind of make up being African American for me. I feel right. like just um, just I think everything like is Rachel cultural influence. <laughs> uh, now, now, no, because I've always like, identified as a black man. When I start telling you I'm a white man, right. then we have a problem. Then you got a problem. We have a problem. Right. So, April, how do you define being oh, black? Oh, wow. Because Rachel was saying, hey, I'm black. So how do you define it? But we shouldn't have to define I'm sorry, but we, we are Rachel. black. We don't need to define <laughs> it. Right. She has to, it ain't not black, we we have to define it. it. No. You know, I, I think us uh, African Americans as a race are incredible victors. Mm-hmm. We have overcome a lot of struggle. We have come a long way. I mean, to see the any other race in a prominent leadership role is great but Mm -hmm. I think our race is so much greater even without the titles Mm -hmm. and that's you know not to put any other race down but as an African American woman I just think we're beautiful we're powerful we are ambitious we are leaders all day every day we just get our stuff snagged from us but we leaders you know um, and then the downside of that is you know as as beautiful of creatures that we are you know we we get treated like sometimes we're the scum of the earth we don't have rights you know we we watched uh, Eric Garner for a pack of cigarettes get thrown to the ground put in an illegal chokehold and lose his life but this man went and opened fire in a church a place that's supposed to be sacred Mm-hmm. A place that none, nothing remotely close to this should ever happen, mm-hmm. and he gets walked politely out yeah. with handcuffs into yeah. the car, and then people and don't then understand. Got on a private jet, yeah, yeah to they take got a private him. Jet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then people don't understand our frustration, and then I get upset when I hear, "I wish they stopped talking about this." It's tired. But this is years and years and years, and nothing has changed. No, it's, it's sad, been sugarcoated. It's been tucked away. It's been put underneath a carpet. Yeah, but it has not been dealt with. Yeah, and so generation after generation, it's becoming more and more evident that we are so far behind in securing our rights and being treated equal. Yeah, that is is just. And, and you know what's really fascinating to me, I think, about being black is really just. It's almost like the cloth that we're cut from. Yeah. We're cut from such a strong mm-hmm. um, cloth. You know, like my my parents, I saw my parents cry the night President Obama was elected. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw my grandfather cry. My To this day, my father has a picture of President Obama framed in his living room because it's just like, who would have thought in their who lifetime that yeah. they would go from living on a plantation you know, being yeah. like With no like, rights, like no voice, born without no civil nothing. rights to having, you know, a president of the United States look like you, right? Yeah. Look like you, and like re- he real black. Have y'all seen the way he walks? Yeah, he's real black. He man. real black. Yeah, he real black man. He real black. <laughs> Don't let this voice fool you. Yeah. He just tans <laughs> nicely. No, but you know, is there anything wrong with with white people who have like all black friends, or who only or like white women who only date? black man. I think it's weird when you only do something anyway. So if you are I know black dudes who only date white women. I know white women who only date black men. I know black dudes who only date light skinned women. You know I think it's weird regardless but um, it's yeah, I think it's weird if you're a white woman and only date black men. I think it, it, I think that's weird. Because I think you got a problem. Yeah, I mean there's something else going on. Yeah. Why are you only... But you can like something that could be your taste. I'm right. not dissing that. I'm not taking that away from you. But to only you can't open your mind to anything yeah. else. There's something else going on with you. Pers- my personal f- yeah. feelings. I think something's crazy. Now, April, I know your mom always looked like a white girl. But are there? Did you grow up with people who were black but really could have passed as white? My sister. <laughs> and did she? Okay, so did yeah. she ever? 
You know, no, no. She never denied her blackness. No, no, no. But she was even lighter than my mother. So, you know, people would be like, that's your sister. You know, the same thing. But now I'm a little bit older. But, um, yeah, no, she wasn't over there trying to. uh, She wasn't doing a Rachel. No, she was the the reverse of Rachel. Yeah, that's the point. (laughs) (laughs) So one of my cousins that I grew up with, I mean, she a black girl for sure, but. Look. Wow. wow. There's nothing about my cousin Peggy Laura Sue. that looks black <laughs> at all. And she she real black. Like she married a black man. Wow. She actually married a black man who was, was part of the Obama administration. They live in DC. Like she's real black. But nothing about her says black. Not her hair, not the way she talks, mm-hmm. not not her complexion. Like she doesn't even look to me she doesn't even look like a light-skinned black skinned black woman. She kind <laughs> Like Rachel, yes, she has a nice tan. She got the freckles and everything. And my mama had freckles. Yeah, but we can we can no longer define what black is because we have we just look so many different things. You know what I mean? But see, that's what pisses me off. Because damn it, yes, we can say what black is. How about we know it? We live it every day. I mean, no, but I mean more of like the look, though. I'm talking about the look of what a black person looks like today because we've mixed so many different things and right. we all are mixed in so many different areas that you're right. You go to D.C., a, a lot of black women look like her who right. are like st- st- black woman militant, you know, right. who are right. super light skinned. Right. You know, so that's why I'm like, what what does black look like today? You know what I mean? Yeah. What does that really mean? You know, I mean, culturally, I can explain to you what that means. But visually, what does that mean? Power to the people over here. Has look, the answer. Look. <laughs> She got the answer. I see it. I see it. I saw it ticking over there. What's the answer? What's that answer? But but you know, here's the thing is that I really kind of built my career, right? And I built my career on being different. And here's why. Because I've been an entrepreneur since I was in high school. And so very early in my life, it was very clear that I didn't belong in my industry, right? I was a, I was a wedding planner. I was a party planner be, long before it became a career, mm-hmm. right? So I was always in circles where I was the only black girl mm-hmm. in the room. I never felt any ounce of racism until I started my own business. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing how I was different and how people didn't want to talk to me or people didn't take me seriously or people underestimated me. Mm-hmm. So I used my blackness. I became very proud of it. It became my calling card that yeah not only do I do amazing work and not only will I beat you when we come to the table together and I'm a black girl how you like me now you know what I mean so I used I've always used my blackness as a badge of honor Mm -hmm. because I know where I come from and I know how hard it's been I know that it is plenty of black women in my industry now and they are here because of the doors that I knocked down they are here because of the glass ceilings that I walked in when I would go into a Four Seasons hotel and say I have a client here we're going to be spending three, four hundred thousand dollars on food and beverage. If you cannot demonstrate to me that you got black people working here, then I'm going to take my wealthy client and we're going to go somewhere else. And those are conversations that I was having in my 20s. Wow. And we have power when we acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. It's when it all gets all watered down and now Iggy is one of us. Mm-hmm. Now Rachel's allowed to, 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 to just steal something that doesn't belong to her. Like, no, you don't get that, Rachel. You haven't earned the right to be black. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Yes. You know, they're, obviously a lot of the black leaders that we have are no longer going to be existing anymore with the new generation of millennials. You yes. Know? So they're, it's it's going to change. So there is, they've been saying that we're going to be one big melting pot for the longest time, mm-hmm. and it's happening. Yeah. So w- what do you do about that? I mean, it's all going to be intertwined. So how do you... But see, there's a difference between people of color... And a white girl named Rachel. I'm sorry. What can we use a different girl? <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to Rachel. Right? Back to Rachel. <laughs> we can't even go in that segment no more. <laughs> so, do you guys find that light skinned black black women or light skinned black men, uh, your girlfriend, for example, do you find that African Americans that are mixed or biracial that they work harder to prove their blackness than those of us? Who were born uh, some, yes, mm-hmm. I would say absolutely. Um, I think that it's interesting because I've seen a, a shift. When I was growing up, the light skin 
dude was in, like the I'll be sure, you know, <laughs> right. kind of look. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And then Michael Jordan came in and switched that game. And then, and then chocolate ass Wesley Snipes came in and he slayed it for the dark skinned chocolate brother. Thank you, Wesley. You know, now we the hot juice, you know. And the light skinned brother, you know, little Elder Bards kind of went to the left, you know. And I think for women, I think that, I think that there is always been a thing with light skinned women, just even today, you look at videos, right. it's always a, a, a lighter skinned woman. But I think it's changed. I think it has changed. I think now yes. it's it's not even just about the color so much as about the big booty and the you know everything yeah. else that comes along with it. But you know, I, I do think that there is a change that is slightly occurring. Yeah, you know, yeah, a little bit. I think the world is definitely changing, but I don't think it's okay. I don't I don't think culture should be something that you can just adopt at will. Because let me tell you something: I might have a lot of Jewish people in my life, but I am not Jewish. Well, that's I, I hear your point, but then also my big problem with this black though Jews is, out is, is there. there's some black Jews, <laughs> right. but my problem also is that music and things like we talk about our influence on right. things. We've influenced so many things now where it's no going backwards anymore because we have Jay Z, we have Kanye, who now these young white kids in Utah are listening right. to their music right. and they're using the word nigga and they think that it's all cool yep. and they're influencing well. all that. So now how are you gonna? Th- now we're all th- that's acceptable now. You right. know they they think that's acceptable. I got I see my little cousins with their little white friends call each other. My niggas is white kids, Puerto yeah, Rican kids, yeah, yeah. and you know, and the white kids are embracing it. So now, how do you go even? We can't go backwards. And no. so how do you define what? That's what I'm saying. How do you define what black is now? Because it is all but it, it, intertwined it, at this point. It's so crazy to me because yes, it is intertwining, but then we still don't have very many rights. No, no, that's, that's we, the no. crazy thing about it. We still can't go to church and we get shot right. over you know. someone start a race riot. Right. Yep. You can't you can't wear a hoodie if you cold. Can't wear a hoodie. Yeah, and, and you look suspicious. You know, so don't it's have crazy. windows, right? And that's you know? the problem I have is that you can't just choose to be black because it's cool and that's your friends and you're down with it. But it you, comes you with don't stipulations. Want, you don't want the responsibility. Right. I think of being black no different than there's a responsibility to be an Asian. There's responsibility right. to be in Jewish. There's responsibility when you are. Are Puerto Rican or Hispanic, and and that's why I said in the beginning, I come in. What what white person you know want to be black for a day? Yeah, Rachel's ass is crazy. No, but she may be very well crazy. But let me just say this: you have people who are other races, not African American, and they want to be down for the cause and they want to sell, you know, the right. image that they are. But as soon as we need you to march in the street for some rights for African Americans, where are you? I don't right. hear you. You cricket. Are you using right. your power? Are you using your platform to reach the You're masses? Right. You're right. Right. So for this Rachel to come in, I'm like, all right, girl, I'm so <laughs> give, me, give me a T-shirt that says go Rachel because you don't see that. Uh, you don't. And it's, she's, she could be crazy all day long. Yes. But she believed in something and she went and tried to make a difference. And that's all I'm saying at the end of the day. I don't care about her being bat poop crazy. I don't care about her, her mother and father airing her dirty laundry. The woman came in. She was a white woman posed as a black woman. Deceitful all day long. Mm-hmm. But I don't know any other Caucasian person that wanted to be in our shoes for a day, for a week, for a month, for months. Okay, we Listen, got it. We got it. I'm Listen, scared. I, I mean, I'm scared. I won't say nothing about Rachel. Right, Jerry, <laughs> give us some last thoughts on this whole black back, blacklash subject. Um, well, in, in regards to just Rachel in general, or like, like I'm afraid to say anything else about that damn Rachel. Jeez, that Rachel, I might get hit. In you this won't chair. get hit. <laughs> um, you know, once again, I I, I hear your point and. And her walking in the shoes, but I still feel that she is, when you go to the fact of, of deception and changing and people asking you what you are and you say that you're black and you live this life and then all this stuff has come out about her that's could or could not be true. To me, it takes away the value of what she has done because it mm-hmm. takes away a little bit of the credibility because it's like, okay, is she doing this just because she's uh, for a reason right. or is she crazy? You know, it, it, it takes away a little bit of the credibility. I, I still feel like her whole thing is is kind of wrong what she right. did. 
Um, do I think it's great that she did some things for NAACP that were powerful and if she changed community that's great but right. just be Rachel White Girl who does this things for NAACP um, just like many others have stayed in their race and helped causes yeah. I don't know if we would have been ready to see a white woman come in because the first thing the we want to do last uh-huh. off hello lady <laughs> lady lady over there I'm just saying that Vera Vang is popping out y'all I saw it I saw it let us see a white we woman just want, try to do some stuff we just want well, you can find me anywhere on Black Hollywood Live, but my Instagram is at Daryl Kristen on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the same thing, all that stuff. Uh, also, check me out at the BT Experience next week during yes. the BT Awards. I yes. will be there representing for the crowd and, you know, talking to everyone about everything going on BT weekend. Yeah. So good. April, last thoughts. I can talk now. <laughs> Listen, I am not saying what Rachel did was not was defeat deceitful. Mm-hmm. We know that. But I wanna believe that her heart was in the right place to do mm-hmm. what it was that she set out to do. And you know, maybe she went about it the wrong way, but she was getting the job done. Okay. So that's my last thoughts. And if y'all wanna continue this discussion since I've been robbed of my moment to talk. I am April Daniels across the board. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed our show tonight. I want you to do us a favor. I want you to go to podcastone.com. We are doing a survey. So we want to hear from you. We want your feedback. It'll take you less than five minutes. So if you tell us what you like about just saying, what you don't like about us, what kind of topics you'd like to hear us talking about, we would love to hear from you. I promise it'll only take you a few minutes. And my feeling about today's discussion is that <laughs> if we can all just learn to love ourselves there is acceptance in love and when we love ourselves the world will always love us right back you can keep up with me at diane valentine on all social media platforms i hope you enjoyed the conversation tonight and we will see you next week good night producers maria menounos dario Kristen, tiana hobson kevin undergaro and the entire bhl crew we would like to thank you for supporting black hollywood live the first online broadcast network dedicated to african-american entertainment for questions and comments contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i'm your bhl announcer scipio instagram me at planet scipio thank you for tuning in the views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of bhl or its owners or principals